Welcome to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim. And today we are going to discuss The Fox Glove King, which was my birthday pick, uh, which this episode does come out on my birthday, so yay me. Uh, still the youngest Happy of birthday. these three, or the three of us. So Shut the fuck up. Did you say still? Still the yeah. youngest? How would still that have possibly changed? I just, I'm making it clear I am the youngest of this <laughs> group. Congratulations. Thank you. Welcome. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Uh, Good God. Anyways, we are discussing The Fox Club King, which is by Hannah Witten and was published in 2023 by Orbit. Uh, this is her third book. She's from Tennessee. When And when she's not writing, she is reading, making music, or attempting to bake. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have much more information about her beyond that, and I think we've discussed Orbit before, but I could not remember. As for the plot, Laura is forced to be a spy in the Sainted King's court when her adopted mother sells her out. She uses her skills as a poison runner and her ability to control mortem to survive. Gabe is forced to pretend to be her guardian and keep a watchful eye on her as she spies on the king's son for the king. However, lines are blurred as the truth comes out. So. Our first subject thing that we discuss is plot. Sarah, what did you think of the plot? Um, I thought it was uh, mostly generic. Um, but but like not annoyingly so yeah um just kind of like like basic YA fantasy fair you know just like it's funny because it's i think an adult book not a young adult book they're 20 they're not even 24 yet they're basically still children yeah but I'm, I'm nearly positive um, it's supposed to be an adult book well it's written like a YA book um <laughs> it is just like in terms of the beats the level of like detail the content it just feels very YA so regardless if it's an adult book it it's definitely for the younger but not YA you know, slightly older than YA crowd I guess I think it's um, supposed to be like that like new adult kind of thing I thought new adult was just like riddled with sex though and I don't think we got that in this book no just lots of tension um, maybe the sex is coming later on Oh God. Um yeah. I so- want to describe Sarah just like rolled her eyes and like cringed at the same time while shoving her head back. Like I, I don't know how to articulate the look on her face. To clarify, <laughs> she threw her head back. She didn't back. shove her head back. So she didn't oh, like okay. grab her own head and throw it back. But um oh. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I mean but you loved it. Like I said, I don't think it was awful, but it was just, I don't know, again, nothing really special, especially because as I'm talking, as I started talking, I was pulling up my review on Goodreads because I couldn't remember what my feelings were, or not average, but generic is like what I was saying the end okay there she is again yeah my internet so did someone freeze i don't have my video open 
Yeah, Amber froze again. I did. Except I think I caught everything, but you might have been a little choppy, but that's okay. So, Kim, what were your thoughts on the plot? Um, pretty much the same. I think the only thing that I really liked was kind of, and it was not really unique, but um, used unique phrasing for the magic. So, you know, there's the light and the dark magic. So in this, in this case, it's death magic and life magic. And yeah. um, I kind of like that, the yin and the yang, you know, but it, but it is, it, it's, it's generic and typical. And, and um, if I had to hear someone say the word mortem one more time. <laughs> so you listen. To and it. then also there was the more, like sometimes yeah, it goes the, mort, the mortem. But in if you listen to the audiobook, it was more. He, oh, it yeah. wasn't yeah. more. It yeah. was more. And I'm like, yeah, okay, it's well, still... if we're going to dive into, I, I don't know, foreign words, you know. Yeah, because you know, like, there were French words, French? but then a but lot of it was no, not. Yeah, nine-tenths of it was not. You just had these titles that were had these so, French origins. I got to the end of it, and I realized, well, one, I, I agree with you guys. It was generic. And then I realized it's like a weird uh, King Arthur, Guinevere, and Lancelot retelling. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, this, this is, this is King Arthur, Guinevere, and Lancelot. Yeah, I will say my least favorite part of this book was the fucking, like, kind of a love triangle, but not really a love triangle. I was like, what the hell are you doing? Are you trying to write this as a Angle, or can you just not decide what it was so annoying i hated it didn't want that and it was, it See, was I... driving me nuts until i realized what it was and i was like oh god um but okay. i think we're gonna find out eventually that uh the girl and, and again i don't remember anybody's fucking names lore 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 like and um the the prince are siblings i think we're gonna find out or cousins i i i I think they're I mean related. that was one of the things I was like are they related because this author has gone out of the way to not make her well she notices like how handsome Bastion is or whatever but like never actually has like but it's any it's not even like attraction like, he's beautiful he's glowing yeah he's, I mean, and then just... like she explicitly did not make them kiss but like Gabe and Lore did kiss yeah. and I was like yeah. so I was kind of surprised at the end that they weren't like actually siblings I would have been annoyed if they were but Regardless. I got definitive Luke and Laura, Luke and Leia, sorry, Luke and Laura, <laughs> it's a soap opera ages ago that you guys wouldn't <laughs> even know what the reference was because I- General Hospital. Even... Oh, wow. I'm terrified to do that because I didn't even watch it when it was a thing because I didn't watch that soap opera. But anyway, Luke and Leia, I had strong Luke and Leia vibes from it because- uh, kind of did. Yeah. They just, they never struck me as anything but- siblings but i think she might be i i think um so there's the twin brothers the king and his and yeah the, the priest dude i think the priest yeah. dude is her her father i think the, right. the mother the actual oh, mother not her mother's but her actual yeah mother. so they're like cousins then i get well yeah that would make them yeah cousins. they make them cousins first cousins Although are the king and brother like identical twins? Because then I mean I know they're then it's like, almost half a level of sibling at that point. Yeah. 
Yep, they are. They were meant because they looked exactly alike, well, except for the one who had the. Burn. Let's we'll we'll go into the it's plot. The... It's plot. It's plot. Well, we're kind of delving oh, into the characters a little bit. Um, but yeah, I thought the plot was flat. Um, mm-hmm. cause like, and it was all things that I should have liked: death magic, life magic. Love that in a book. Love tri- love triangles. I don't love them, dislike them, but like I'm fine with them. Um, force proximity. I should have been like eating that up like it was nothing. And when it was, was their just, force like, proximity? Her and Gabe having to be like oh constantly right. in each other's vicinity, but Which like was, it was not so capitalized boring. on all. Yes, yeah. so yeah. boring. Oh, well, he was so he refused to even acknowledge her existence. I mean. It's like yeah. he's smoldering in a dark corner over her. It's just like, at well, least so be, you know. Weird. And, and yeah, the reason was. why we know weird. that there's attraction is because Bastion's like, you don't see the way he looks at you. Yeah. It's like, well, and neither do, like, the, do the readers. Yeah, neither so. do we. Yeah, nobody, <laughs> nobody sees it. I'm like, I feel like he has more chemistry with Allie than he does lore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it was which that just no makes chemistry with anyone that just yeah. makes but it, it's so king arthur because that just makes Allie elaine oh you, you guys can't start don't... really pulling out i'm sorry i haven't, read, I haven't the king read, arthur. read king arthur i haven't read him in years so oh man i've she's, never wanted to she's... read it oh i so... love the arthurian tales but okay yeah no so lancelot is supposed to marry um Elaine in King Arthur but he falls in love with Guinevere he doesn't marry her so she commits suicide as one would yeah you know floats down a river I thought that was Ophelia no Ophelia drowns herself because she goes crazy Uh, that's Shakespeare as one does (laughs) as well yeah I know that's Shakespeare but I just yeah no Elaine is, is um in fact, anyway. there's a really famous Lord of the Rings, or not Lord of the Rings, Lord Alfred Lord Tennyson poem. Um, there's also references to it in a song, like like yeah, but most people don't know it's Elaine, or, or that the reason why she does it is because Lancelot doesn't want to marry her. Um, and so that's totally what's going to happen, which makes me frustrated because that means Allie is more than likely going to die. Um, she's probably the only character I liked, but that's neither here nor she there was the only one with even a modicum of her personality yeah um I mean, well i kind of like malcolm bit. too but we'll get to characters personalities in just a oh, moment you like the side characters <laughs> of course you like the librarian that's just bias okay. right there it is actually i liked it before i realized he was the librarian <laughs> he, he had more personality than gabe i was like really okay but anyways sarah what do you rate plot Mm, let me grab that chart let's see here okay while she's doing that kim what do you rate plot well okay so i pulled up the chart earlier because i sat here for several hours waiting for you two to get to your daytime um (laughs) i was ready at any time i'm sorry i had to work i erased it and made it a six and now i want to make it a five a five okay five kim gives it a five sarah um i am going to give it uh yeah i'm gonna give it a five as well 
Oh man, now I don't feel as generous because I give it a four. <laughs> I give it a four. Okay, so main characters. Do we consider that to be Lore or Lore and anyone else? I would Meaning, consider Lore, Bastion, and Gabe to be main characters. Yeah, yeah, me too. Is there enough there with Bastion and Gabe to really qualify them as main characters? I don't well, I think the author intended them to be main characters. However long. And yes, I think they were intended to be main characters. I think it's meant to be a trio. Okay. I mean, you All right, talk about you would not talk about Guinevere without King Arthur and Lancelot. So it's got okay. to be three. Okay. All right. Well, we already kind of started touching on them, but Kim, was there more that you wanted to say about the main characters? The only plus that I'm going to give these main characters is they are flawed. And a lot of writers aren't good at writing flaws. I wanted her to get over the fucking flaws um, because, man, we just had to dive into those those flaws deep. Um, except for maybe Bastion. Um, I would have to think harder about the story. At he was just a womanizer, except we really didn't... He wasn't, he... though. He just pretended to be a womanizer. That's what I'm saying. Is that That's his flaws. He was a, quotation, womanizer, know, but we never really I saw know. it. Yeah. Except for, you know, he was kissing the neck of the one woman. In the, you know, at one point. I don't know. And he's hedonistic, but but he's not. Like, that was his flaws. He was supposed to be... Well, he was faking it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's like I... the absolute opposite of hedonism is, is to fake hedonism. It's just like, whatever. I will say the moment I found him interesting was like the last few lines where it almost implied that he had like trapped Lore into being queen and turning her into a figurehead. And then I was like, this doesn't feel like the same character that we've had this entire time. Why? Well. But then we'll the book edited us. Yeah. We'll talk about the ending later, so. Yeah. Okay, what about you, Sarah? What did you think of the main characters? Uh, they were fucking dumb. <laughs> like, okay. dense as bricks. They had to be oh, stupid. Man. That was the only way the author could get through the plot and, like, try to retain any sense of mystery as to what's going on. It's like, wow, I wonder what these mysterious gold things are around Bastion's hand. I just got over, you know, we just had this expository chapter about how the Arsenal are, like channelers of spiritum potentially who knows you know it's such a mystery oh, uh but i, really I love the what these weird gold things are or why it's i weird. love the bashing, bashing us over the head with the, the the king's line has one of them like one of them will have yeah. spiritum but you know it's all of them and i'm like no it's fucking one of them it's bastion and then we just had to have that repeated over and over and over again i'm like mm -hmm. we are not that dense for reader could you please just accept that we figured it out the first time you said it. It's like not even the first time you said it. Just with the the Think premise of the book, we said. basically yeah. stole yeah. in knowing that it's like, oh, yeah, he's going to have the spirit him. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> wow, he did. And only um, him. have to work together and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, and they we're totally oblivious to like the stuff going on in the background, like with the corpses and all that. And just... And all the god stuff, it's like, it's obvious like that the gods are being reborn through these people. Like, it's fucking obvious with Gabe and his like 
comparison to the fire and the fiery voice that she heard and the fact that yeah. his red hair so obviously he's going to have connection to some fire deity because that's how that always works and <laughs> like I just I'm sitting here not even a hundred pages in and I'm like this is really obvious with these characters and the fact that they don't see it is frustrating um and they just had no forward momentum Kim and I at one point were talking about the fact there's no movement in this well, story. I meant that in a much more literal sense. I know, but, yeah. but I was thinking but it, about but it, it, but it, in both a literal ways, yeah. Literal and sense, nothing happens except for she wanders around this fucking castle for days and days yeah. and days and days and days. Um, Being like the world's then, worst spy. Yeah, but then we'll we'll talk, we'll get into the other type of movement because that would come up. Yeah, later. that's true. But like, um, but there's yeah. no proper reactions. They never react to anything. Except for Gabe and he's reacting to everything in the most like but extreme but, he, but it's so funny because you say he reacts to everything but in my mind when i picture gabe he's sitting there he's a big huge man and he's got his arms just but that's what i mean and doing nothing but that's what i mean is he's his it. his reaction is almost always constant that like there's no progression in it he's always yeah. grumpy he's always put out always he never yeah, yeah there's no change in him and there's way Laura's, too much obsession with him and Laura, apparently. Like, yeah. Laura's why? always anticipating. Anticipating, anticipating, anticipating. But, like, there's no growth. And Bastion is always hiding, 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 hiding. But no, like... And then they were, like, instant friends, too. Instant pals, yeah. Bastion and Laura. And it's like... No seduction. Oh, You're she's supposed, supposed to. to be seducing him and getting in his bed and spying on him, and he's like, "Yeah, I know you guys are spying on me. Now you work for me." Yeah. What? <laughs> no explanation how he knew everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. again, never it's like his spy network. You know, we should we should see something that enables him to know everything that's going on, and then ultimately we find out he doesn't know everything that's going on, but his his dad does. But we don't know how his dad knows everything. Because, you know, he hired Laura to be the spy, but she does a shit job at it and immediately turns coat and, and, and starts working for the other side. It, yeah. It, yeah. Although oh. he, I mean, really, he just needed Laura there for the whole ritual thing at the end anyway. So I guess that's why he didn't care that she was such a shit spy. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, I just, the characters just felt very, again, generic undeveloped yeah. underdeveloped yeah. they just they're just the like, archetypes no you know just yeah if you're female protagonist you have grumpy male also protagonist love interest also really annoying gabe was so fucking annoying i thought i was gonna like him and then he just i thought you were gonna like him too and then he just continued i'm like he's not changing sarah's not he gonna love this a little bitch ass and i was like oh my <laughs> god get over yourself um bastion was okay but also was extremely generic like yeah. The only reason he was okay is because he was less annoying than Gabe and Lore. Like he, <laughs> that was his one read, He read like Resand without any personality. Yeah. Or yeah, what's his name from from the Cruel Prince? Like, fuck, what is his name? <laughs> I can't I don't think know. of it off the top of my head. But you know what I mean. Like, like he was the generic, ruling, dark-haired mystery. Like. There was no real, like, even the softness to him was just so, like, 
shoehorned in that I was like, I don't, I don't really believe he cares about lore in any capacity. And I think you're just writing that because we're supposed to care about him and just instantly fall in love with him as being him. But I have no reason to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts on the main characters? No? Okay. Kim, what do you rate the main characters? Again, I'm changing my numbers as we go. I'm coming down to a four. <laughs> a four? Okay. Yeah. Sarah? Mm. Uh, I think that I am also probably going in. Not great, but not negative. Yeah, I'm going to go four. Uh, I'm the same. It's it's not, not great, but like when reading it, I didn't absolutely hate them. I just was waiting for like something to draw me in and nothing ever did. Which yeah. translates to like frustration right now, looking back at it. <laughs> okay, so secondary characters. They, I mean, they were I in there. I want to start. Okay. So the 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 the, the king and the priest. They were the mustache, yeah, mustache twirling <laughs> villains. Yeah, they were just they were just stupid. There was no reason for it other than we got to retain power and it's like you know have some legitimate reason you know maybe the gods did something bad and you're trying to prevent them from being reborn yeah you know, give it something I feel but like, no i mean i feel like the king is more of the mustache twirling villain type where it's just like power for power's sake and that's their and yeah. all of their ambition i feel like the priest did ha like he wanted basically for the church to have full control over the what it was either a city or a country I'm not, sure. not um, sure. So, like, also evil, but like. But I, mm. I felt that had very strong church mustache twirling, twirling yeah. vibes to it. it yeah, it, it wasn't the same thing. You know, churches want ultimate power over all the people, and and kings want ultimate power over all the people, and yeah, they were and they, they were. Awful. And we were really the only thing we're told is mortem is bad. So like we we have to have issues with these gods because because the one goddess died and she's leaking Morton. Beyond that, like there's nothing that like. Well, I think that is clearly going to pan out to be the opposite in the end. Yeah, no, I feel yeah. it was setting when, that up. When we get fifteen books down the road, finally we're going to realize that it was actually the the male god that was the bad guy and the female yeah. goddess or whatever that was. I definitely yeah. thought we were going to get that reveal much sooner, and then I was like, well, yeah. maybe. I feel like, I mean, if this had been like, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that's where it's going anyway, but yeah, that was a surprise that we did not get that right away. No, there's, there's a good surprise. Um, so like, then the other thing I hated, characters yeah. were introduced that just fucking disappeared. Yeah. We go through an entire opening chapter of her having these interactions with these people and then they're gone. She's like, oh, I hate Asa his for... sister. Why? Why? Why do you hate Oh, her? that's right. <laughs> Why? And she's a drunk. Why is she a drunk? Why? Why do I have to spend my time hearing about this character? And then the name is never even said again. At least not for the sister. The, the love interest came back, you know, in order to catch her but in her life. The sister did not play a role. Of, in, yeah. Yeah. He he didn't play a role. He he served no role. He he. Oh no! He he gave story. Bastion a means to be like, "Haha, I caught you," but it was very superficial. Like it wasn't a real role. It was is superficial use. 
And again, we didn't need like that story about his sister hating Lore and Oh, but we we need to have a reason that. as to why she turned her in. Or turned her over or whatever the fuck she did. Did the sister turn her in? Yeah, it was like some weird combination between her and Val, and Val doing it. Hmm. I could have sworn, yeah. but yeah. I forgot about the sister entirely until Kim brought her up, so <laughs> anything yeah, possible? There were entire characters that were introduced and gone. It's just yeah. like, and, and instead we just got these endless wanderings through this, describing the opulence of this fucking castle. And it's just like, why? There are bars on the floor. The floor. What? <laughs> what? There's what? Bars? I don't remember that. I'm kidding. I'm being completely sarcastic. Well, and it had then, to like, come up at least 16 times. And like, we were given the potential of, because we kept being told, oh, Allie's going to invite her to this. Allie's going to invite her to that. And it's like, okay, let me see some social interaction. Give me some, like, courtly drama. Like, something. And the only time they end up doing it is so that we can know that Danny is going to betray her. I'm like, I don't care that Danny betrayed her. I also forgot who Danny was by the time I'm like, oh, Danny betrayed her. Danny betrayed her. I know. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Shocking. The courtly woman who she doesn't really know betrayed her. Wow. Women sure do betray each other a lot in this book. Oh, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I felt like I was being dangled a carrot and I was using the carrot to try to get me through the book. And then it. Nobody got to eat the damn carrot. Yeah. And it was actually honestly kind of the same with Malcolm because then they were like going to the library. I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to get some fun interactions. The library is going to be a little tedious, but like they're going to learn things and discover things and it's going to make sense. We went to the library once and that's it. And I was like, really? Really? Yeah, but you spent, like, how, didn't how really did they fill the out the space in this book? But they wandered around a goddamn castle. Yeah. Looking at tapestries and paintings and statues and water and, and plants. And the food and banquet the hall in the center the of the, the of the castle so everyone could just go pick up food whenever they wanted. I'm pretty that sure that's how that was. Weird. Yeah. It was weird. Weird. Okay. Any other so many secondary characters? The characters. <laughs> I thought the horse Those was cool. I did too. I want a dead horse with a gaping throat. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like, is a bayonet really long and sharp enough to actually open a horse's throat that easily and that deeply? I, I really thought about that a lot for this book. I I would think a bayonet would have difficulties with that. Bayonets are I mean, for stabby stabby. Yeah, I was gonna say slicey. Yes, but like. A slicing, no, but stabbing, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will admit that did distract me for a while. Um, <laughs> Honestly, yeah, an undead I, horse, that would be such a cool mount to have. It's like, it's not going to die. You know, there was also like the really long haul of like dead bodies all moving simultaneously. I was like, oh, this might get interesting. And then they just locked him in there. Yeah. Shut the door. Yeah. Shut the door. Shut the door. And I'm like, really? Really? I was I was ready for like a chase and like all hell to break loose and we just locked him back in the room. They're just we'll all like <laughs> just hanging out. I'm like, okay, well that wasn't, you know, exciting. Okay, so ratings for characters. Sarah, what do you give for secondary characters? Uh, I mean I my net reaction is still not like negative negative because it's not like I yeah. hated the secondary characters. I was just unmoved by them. So I guess I have to give them a four as well. 
by this chart. Okay. Kim. I didn't change my number on this one. It's a four. <laughs> a four? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I held a, ho- a a spark of interest in Malcolm and Allie, so I've got to go against you guys and only go a five. Cool. <laughs> you, do, you do love your secondary characters. I do, but this wasn't secondary character syndrome going on here. No. It, it was, was not clinging to hope. Yeah, you're just desperate for something, something to have an interest in. <laughs> okay. Our next one is plausibility. Uh, yeah. Every part of okay. this felt super plausible. <laughs> so so I had gone through this earlier and I could not get around plausibility at all. And, and as we've been talking here, I'm like, they went into a gutter, waded through it, disgusting their stinky wet clothes mm-hmm. went to a boxing match and nobody notices yeah that's because all the peasants stink yeah, you know i'm sure it's one of those why. quasi medieval settings where obviously no one bathes because that's a hundred percent how it worked back then exactly exactly nobody was into the cleanliness um but yeah no it's it there were so many aspects of it that were and then there was the whole like we, you don't have servants, so you're just gonna dress yourself. But everyone's impressed with how you look, even though you're clearly wearing dated attire that is the only thing that you can get onto your body. Yeah, and everything she chose to wear. It's oh, I found the other thing in the closet that I could put on myself. There, this goddamn closet. You couldn't find wine, not fresh wine, but you could find all these clothes. And supposedly, it was supplied for her by the king. And, and, and but he's not going to give her a servant to help her. Does he not? Is he not aware that it's really hard to dress in the in a gown? You know, you don't I mean, he probably is unaware of that. You would, you would think, you know, he did manage to be in the presence of a woman long enough to impregnate Bastion's mother. So he has encountered, yeah, he assumed. I mean, I don't know how else it's done, so... I don't know. I also would not be surprised if Bastion was actually Anton's. Yeah, well, there's that, but yeah. We can name the book that was stolen from, too, but anyway. But, yeah, I, you know, the plausibility was not strong. Yeah. Again, that bayonet thing. Bayonet! them like magically able to sneak around constantly and it's oh you know the more are you know the guards but they're not the guards and so like we'll just like have we'll just permission walk by them. <laughs> they're guarding I'm but like, they're not allowed to do anything no wonder this other country is on the verge of overtaking you <laughs> well they should be overtaken they aren't qualified yeah and then and then the the mortem is deadly, but not too deadly. But like, it's only as deadly as it needs to be for the scene. Yeah. Well, and let's talk about the drugs. It's like yeah, which also like didn't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah no. there's this whole but thing in the like, beginning. And why? Why is why? Why does this country want these drugs to be prolific? It made sense but not prolific. Wars. 
Right. But it made sense in the poppy wars that that they were wanting to keep the people drugged and stupid and, and not engaged. That made sense. Probably because it was based on reality, but that's, you know, but this. But you could just... still take lessons from reality and kind of like work them into your story, not just be like, I need some bad things. Also, yeah. also, Belladonna. I know, but it's death. Is so, but but we're not talking like like like. Well, one, yes, it kills you. Belladonna kills you, um, and like it's not pretty. Like even if you were microdosing yourself, you these women should be like vomiting constantly. Okay, so I I do have a question because yes, Foxglove is digitalis. So Foxglove yeah. is also very 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 deadly. Yes. Oh yes. But it seemed like this writer was interchanging. Belladonna and Foxglove, or were yeah, they two different things. I, I, I they, they are okay. Do you really so, think that this author put that much thought into it? No, but if you're going to pull something out as obscure, which interestingly, I saw a really cool painting of Fox, Foxglove this weekend. But anyway, go on. So, for those who don't know, one of my favorite things is books that use deadly plants. Love it eat that shit up like it is nothing and i've read some really good ones and really good uses with an awareness of what these drugs actually do and so i was like the foxglove king this is gonna be my pick i'm I'm ready for some poison deadly niceness you know fun let's have at it and then they're like yeah the belladonna tea and i'm like no you're not you're not just casually drinking belladonna tea Maybe, maybe St. John's worked. Maybe, you know, you, you, Belladonna, no. That's like you have a berry and she you're probably, done for. She probably stole that straight out of Practical Magic because they were using the Belladonna in that. And, and, yeah. And it, it just, killed that character. Um, it, it didn't give very much. But yeah. And no, I was just, I was just like, no, this is not. It, okay. And, and in full disclosure, for those who don't know, I've written a book, I've not finished it, that used a poison garden. I've looked into these plants. I have tons of books about poisonous plants. And I was just like, no, no. And then you've got all of these poisonous plants that you're just casually using. And mortem is just this magical death thing. It's not even locked in with the poisons. It's not. Yes, Sarah. Actually, I feel like I should let you finish. Um, Because I feel like. Did you get the sense, too, that the author didn't actually understand how Mortem was being channeled? Because it seemed to be different at Every different time. times, and there were always different explanations. I'm like, by the same person. Before. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've mentioned this to Kim. I was really annoyed that we went from Mortem was just this, like, sensation to then suddenly we were seeing threads, and then it was not work. And we have to, you know... We have to tie things and untie well, things and users. weave things. There's like a yeah. summoner and a channeler. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> no. Why is there the plausibility so on this was so, so even low. for a magical, isolate, apparently isolated kingdom that also has a neighbor, but again, feels extremely yeah. isolated from any other part of the world. <laughs> this is really so uh, slapdash, slipshod. Yeah. It's it's planned, yeah. This is what I just, I just keep coming back to because it, I even as I was reading it, I didn't hate it. I was just like, this doesn't. 
yeah. getting anything from this. It, it's, it's not like the worst. The just cherry picked a bunch of things that she saw that were popular in other YA or you know new yeah. adult uh, books, and just was like chain like just bad copy work like you know copying off someone's homework and just changing like a few words or throwing some synonyms in there and just be like look look at this thing that i have created and it just has no heart no soul no logic i think i think this writer was betting on people falling in love with these three characters and and you know doing a, a bit of a twilight thing or a bit of a you know any of these young adult books where yeah and, and but didn't have enough of a, a story around it to develop the world. Yeah, and to make it. Well, she also that. didn't write her characters to be interesting and like actually likable. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, I mean, just... I would argue that the Twilight characters aren't overly interesting and, and palatable and, and that book became horribly popular. Um, well, it was like so... early on when that sort of thing and was it... popular. Yeah, it's true. there's still the level of movement to those books yeah from what i understand i've not read them but from what i've understand i've read um, them would you say there's more movement more like forward motion in those plots than this probably it, it's been at least 10 years okay okay yeah all right so but yeah plausibility sarah what do you rate it I mean, it didn't hurt me, but it really could not get any worse. So I am tempted to give that one a one. You want to give it a one? Yeah. I mean, I'll say it hurt my sensibilities. Okay. Kim? Um, yeah, Actually, wait, what was that other one? Oh, Daughter of Dr. Moreau, which was also completely implausible because of its really bad science. Um, but I gave that one a three. No, you gave that one a one. Or no, yeah. Did no, I? that one. I thought gave... I changed my mind. Where is it? You gave it a two. Yeah, you gave it a two. But I still feel that one was still more coherent overall. It was. And therefore somewhat more plausible. So yeah, I am going to stick with my one. Okay. Kim? Um, I'm going to go with with two on this. Okay. Um, it's generous. Yeah. It, you know, it is. It is. But I, I'm feeling bad because I keep lowering my numbers from when I went through this <laughs> earlier and gave myself a chance to think about it. Ahead I don't believe in giving pity points. I know. I I give it a three. Yeah, I give it a three. The ending. No. <laughs> Emotional reaction? No, ending. Ending's next. Oh, that's Emotional right. reaction's further. You're just like, no. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> no no to the ending, it. just I have it. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start us off on ending. And I'm mildly frustrated. Because that last, like, two paragraphs were probably the most interesting paragraphs of the entire thing. So that I ended this going with, okay, I might borrow Hemlock Queen from the library and actually read the next one when it comes out. 
So I would argue I mean, that the ending you could is do the, that, I guess. Is the only thing worthwhile in this entire thing. And it's the ending that made me go, shit, this is a King Arthur story. I wouldn't have noticed, but that moment I was like, this is King Arthur. I mean, obviously I didn't have that connection having That's fair. read King Arthur. <laughs> um, Man, you're missing out. That's some good shit. Arthur and tells are great. Yeah. Yeah. I, but understand, I can't stand Lancelot. I can't stand Gwyneth. Oh, and Lancelot is stand King Arthur. So yeah, really, no, all the main characters. <laughs> you notice I keep saying the Arthurian tales. tales. There are several of them, and mm-hmm. there are much better ones than, uh, than that. Gwen. But anyway, yeah, I was just going to say Sir Gawain and the Green Knight is the greatest story ever written. I love Sir Gawain. I mean, I saw the movie. Kay so makes a fantastic work, grumpy like sibling. Say that again. Kay makes a fantastic grumpy sibling. <laughs> yeah. um, Kay, Sir Kay, he's uh, Arthur's adoptive brother. Oh yes, of course, naturally. Um, <laughs> and then I can't remember. There's another one that I actually really like as well, but I can't remember his name. And he like tutors under Gawain for a while. Um, and there's anyway, another one with a anyway. B. It's been a while. Anyways, okay. That would require us to have these characters in this. That's the other thing. Is it's missing all the good secondary characters that mm-hmm. one would get from an Arthurian tale. I mean, yes, having more stronger secondary characters would help make up for the lack that the main characters are providing. Yeah. Um, ending. Ending, ending. 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 Yeah, I mean, at that point that I got to the ending, I didn't care anything. I didn't care anything about the story. I didn't care what was happening. So it was more of just a relief to get through. Um, no Fair. surprises, other than the fact that we haven't gotten the reveal that, oh, the big bad man god is the one who was evil and killed all the other gods. And, you know, yeah. the queen god goddess was terribly wronged and maligned. And I don't have to read the sequel, so... I'm glad I don't actually have to go through that reveal. Um, <laughs> and then I tortured you. I know. It's like, it's, I just don't Talk think you like Hemlock Queen enough to make us read it again. Hopefully. I mean, I would rather read that over Electo the Ninth, I believe, is that a little You would seriously rather read this than Electo? Yes. Are you kidding me? You can get through this book so fast if you have to. Oh my god, but you at least somewhat liked Nona. Which was of quite the departure from the rest of the series, which I do not think Electo will be, because we are not going to be in the mind of a childish character who does not know the world the same way that the adult characters would, which is the only reason no, it was fine. No, there, there, there is no way, no way <laughs> on this planet that Gideon, Nona, and Harrow are worse than this. No way. Well, I will say those characters I actively dislike. Well, not Nona. Nona was fine. But Harrow, hate her guts. Cannot stand her. These characters don't care. They're just like blobs. You would you would rather go with with indifference that that you just don't care about characters. Over intense dislike? Yes. Okay, okay. There there's never gonna be (laughs) any agreeing on this. Hurt me. I am wearing my flock tooth t-shirt right now. 
also those books are so fucking long and the author could not be like the ending for life of the the foxglove king (laughs) okay so it happened um yeah i forgot what i was saying before oh no surprises i didn't really care what was going on and then the ending seemed like it got tonally very dark and didn't match the rest of the book at all despite all like the stuff about the mortem and all that it just was never like grim dark like 180 was sliding into what was that Bastion 180. Yeah, I was like, what? Did he just get possessed by the evil god? Or like, what's going on there? Which um, is why, again, I, it drew my curiosity there. I was like, what the fuck just happened? I will. I don't really like okay. character arcs that go dark. Oh, I'm going to say, I, one, Bastion did not surprise me even a little bit. He was, was a little weird. Too, he was way, way too... I'm I'm a I I'm a happy-go-lucky courtier prince to not know that he wasn't trying to manipulate the entire situation and become king. And, I mean, that just implies though there's like three uncle. levels to his character, which seems kind of complicated for the author to have written. Um, but no, there wasn't three levels. There was no because there was like the dumb courtier, and then there was the one that Laura saw, which she thought was genuine, which was just like the the prince oh, who I actually really I, wants to help his kingdom. I didn't believe in in that ever. That was Lore's perception, and that's our unlike unreliable I mean, narrator shit. Even though she wasn't the narrator, uh, I want not so. solid unreliable narrator. Do no, not no. foul my unreliable narrator with that association. I, I want to say though that when Bastion first came on the scene, I was thinking he was going to be like a ripoff of the Darkling. And so when it was like, and it wasn't going in that direction, I was like, oh, okay, thank God. We're not just getting like a really cheap store brand version of that character. And Darkly, then at the very yeah. end, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You just copied right off of that book too, didn't you? Um, it really is so... a copy and paste, but like not a well like shaped pa- copy and paste. It's like someone clip arted with like five different types of clip art and like just like layered them on top of each other and went, ta-da! Yeah, I know, Maybe right? This author is actually AI. <laughs> that's quite an accusation. Like, I'm I like, wow, that, that's an insult. That's basically, well, it's cutting and pasting. You just you you called it clip art. I called it modern version of clip art AI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But- Make me yeah. the most evil one of this little conversation because I use the AI thing, but you called it clip art. I would be more insulted by being called clip art art writer than AI writer. At least AI can write. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's I was that's kind ending. of implying a datedness by saying clip art. <laughs> Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Okay. Sarah, what so are you I didn't get ending? to really talk. Oh, no, 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 sorry. Go ahead, Kim. So uh, I tried to read the ending and I and I and I did, but I kept falling asleep. It was so goddamn boring. I just I I would wake up and go, Okay, wait. I'm still staring at this goddamn book. Wait, and nothing wait, wait. was happening. Go ahead. I'm curious. Did you find this ending more or less boring than the Lucha of the Night Forest one where they were literally just like standing there and like slinging 
very vague magic at each other until one of them like stopped doing that like action in that there was movement (laughs) not well described movement but movement i like lucha better this writer and this is going to kind of dive into mechanics this writer cannot write action for shit she doesn't know what a body does i mean that's just like describing what's his name gabe is standing there just all the time he takes off his shirt i don't know why he fucking had to take off his shirt all the time but anyway uh but is secretly pining when laura isn't looking at him yeah yeah but there was the big scene and i don't even know who stabbed who but somebody got stabbed in the side anton stabbed the king i think no didn't and lore lore got got stabbed stabbed. no the king threw his knife as he was dying with unerring accuracy and somehow impaled her in the stomach uh while lying on oh yeah and then anton stomped on his head with yeah with a regular shoe and this man's paper thin skull just shattered as one does that's just all of these actions happened but there was no description of them happening stops on his skull did we get you know did we get the splatter did we get we did we get the, the brain i think he had some brain matter on his boots it said or something like that yeah, um, still... yeah. anyways but the i mean ending... the bayonet cut through the horse's throat and it was gaping yeah, but that so was the anyway, description yeah, yeah there's no reaction no. to the action yeah not like anyway. oh damn that priest just stomped that man's head in with I... one singular stomp I, I can tell you that um, I don't remember the ending because yeah we're describing okay. things and but I read it and I read it and I read and I have no memory of it because my brain just went I don't give a shit anymore and I go to sleep. Anyway, okay, so what do you rate the ending, Kim? Well, I okay. So when I was going through the little chart thing because this is the first time I used the little chart thing. It caused me pain. It it caused me to fall asleep. So I'll give it a two. A two? Okay. Sarah. Um I'm gonna go with three. Three? Okay. I give it a six. Like it wasn't the worst thing of the <laughs> entire book, so it Whoa. was the worst thing of the entire book. Okay, now mechanics. Mechanics. And I'm just going to say again. I just spewed about mechanics. The overuse of the word mortem on every goddamn page. (laughs) There were times it wasn't actually doing a whole lot most of the time. And like, there were times where we barely went two sentences without it being mentioned again. It's like talking about how the air. Like just talking I about the air in every don't scene. Know what it's it like is. just because it's all around. <laughs> Good well, question. Because apparently still... it's just this ubiquitous force that's in things, like this death force. But then it's also a very physical element leaking up from the ground in these black strands that Anton can weave, and we will not know why, because I'm pretty sure Anton is dead. Um because I mean Gabe was made the new priest. I don't remember what happened to Anton. No, don't, um, don't care. Oh, he got turned into roses. Oh, that's, that's right. Right, he the living roses. Stone. Yeah. That is it not stone. Lord. It wasn't did? stone because he used like 
Spiritum. No, Bastion, Bastion did. He's like, oh, he'll yeah. live. And then he just like t- grew oh, roses right, out of his body. Because he did yeah. the, the good magic. As I roll my eyes across. Um, I forgot where I was going with whatever I was saying before. Mechanics. Yeah. How but... Mortem worked. Well, and then there's the whole, I'm turning oh, yeah. them to stone, but still alive in the stone. But like once, like Mortem is applied, it's bad and it's evil and we can't save people. But this guy, well, we can turn back to living. No, yeah. Aunt, uh, Gabe was like, well, you could turn them to stone like that, like a living person, but it technically will kill them spiritually. So you're sending them to the afterlife. Then if you're undoing it, then you're dragging them back from the afterlife with it's just, you know, a mortal sin, um, assuming that there is an afterlife in this actual, an actual afterlife in this story. Who knows? And that was his big hang up on it. It's like, well, he'd much rather be dead in hell us how it works, than alive. <laughs> Why would they? If she told us how it worked, there would be three different contradictory explanations and we would just be even more confused than we started. I know. That's that's why the mechanics. I do not love the mechanics. And There were some and then basic they... writing elements and that's about it. And everything else was botched up to high heaven. Yeah, and even like the basic writing elements, like I don't know. I don't even think just... this was self-published, was it? No, I think a professional by Orbit publishing yeah. company. This is her third book. Orbit. This is her third book, and the other two are like, like highly talked about on social media, which is part of why I picked it. And I saw a review on Goodreads for this one, being like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it's by the same author as Watson," and it was a good review. So she yeah. was like, couldn't believe it was by some other, the same author that did a different book. She hated that other book. And I was like, this is an improvement over a previous book. <laughs> I might even have that previous book because the title seemed familiar on my to be read list. So that you might do. be coming off. Oh, God. I, I will be removing that. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, do we want to rate mechanics? I mean, I guess so, since I feel like we've been kind of talking about the mechanics this whole time. How long? Yeah. Sarah, what do you rate mechanics? Oh, Kim gave it a three. Yep. Sarah had to think again. I don't know why you always go to Sarah first. Because I try to change it up the way I ask first. So no one feels like I'm picking on them. You're picking on me. I really can't read what that two says. Oh, no. Zooming in doesn't help. Uh, well, I think I'm just going to give it a three as well. Okay. I'm going to give it a one. Ooh. <laughs> I, I cannot. I just get excited when you give a lower score than anyone else because you're usually the most generous. So I love it. You are. I you are. Love I'm sorry. It. Hearing that word that Mortem. many times physically pained me <laughs> physically pained me like i'm like we can't even come up with creative descriptors for this we have to just keep using the same word over and over and over and over and over again um so yeah no that brought mechanics way down <laughs> predictability who would like to yeah, go this first was, uh, this is predictable yeah I would say this is ter- horribly predictable, not meaning like 
it not was even satisfying predictable, predictable. Horrible. Yeah. yeah it was not a, no it was not and it's not even because it's like good good writing that but, draws on it, classic writing where you hit the certain beats and all of it. it was just but that's see the funny thing is is it's not even like terrible predictable it just except it is was it is terrible but it was terrible but it's like you don't even have to get all the details of the story like in the very beginning you already know everything that's going to be set up pretty much yeah like the minute it talks about yes. oh the god was betrayed by the lady god and it's like no he wasn't no he wasn't this is going to be the opposite <laughs> of that thank you mm-hmm. and like oh now the gods are dead it's like they're coming back they're this special dead. power is going to be them being reborn um well it's like they're dead but they're buried and they're leaking this mortem crap and it's like but they're not dead I mean, literally, it was saying dead, but yeah. not dead. Yeah, for the reborn, the one goddess. Dead. Yeah, yeah, it, I, it's yeah. Anyway, okay. I don't know. I I didn't. I didn't care about the predictability. Like it just was predictable. It, it was, didn't like pain me. Like, oh my god, how dare you do that? Like that's so fucking obvious. It was more like, oh yeah, no, that's that that box is checked. See, it's not like it pains me but at the same time it annoys me because it's like get to it like i know this is coming so you have your characters walking around like airheads questioning what's going on it's like come on guys i know you don't know you're in a fantasy ya environment where all these elements are gonna be playing out exactly as expected but even so with the amount of detail the author is going into as to what's happening around you and the exposition that you will as characters living in this world know you should also be able to, you know, draw these conclusions as to what's going to happen and what's going on. Like, just so that part was frustrating. I, I gotta know then, because you guys did not love uh, the the following books for from Blood and Ash, where we find out Poppy is the child of a god. Would you have preferred which that. one? Did you which one did you find more enjoyable in terms of predictability? Discovering that she was the daughter of a god or this thisness? I don't remember Prob- that one well enough to have an opinion. Okay. I, yeah, the other one is I've forgotten, but I believe overall, despite also being very heavy-handed. Heavy-handed, but also, again, like pulling on all the usual tropes and not and kind of being clunky about them um i do still think that one was better in certain ways and more interesting it just way too much dialogue and also her characters were all evil so it was hard to like them um okay okay but you did and they were vampires at least we didn't get any fucking vampires in this story so that's one positive for it so far no. No. I know, right? Pulling the life energy is like kind of like I was gonna say vampire there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So Kim, what do you rate predictability? I gave it a four. Okay. Sarah? Three. Three? Okay. Ah, my computer is doing things I don't want it to do. Because I don't know if I... it hurt me, like is equivalent to just it frustrated me fair i I gave it a four uh emotional reaction so this is hard because it's like is your net reaction to this positive 
But what if you didn't have a reaction at all? I was going to say, even though we sound like we are so annoyed, I when I was reading it, I had no emotional reaction to it. None. It was just yeah. something I had to do. It was like 50 pages, da, 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 done. Then another 50 pages the next day. It was just an assignment yeah. to be completed. And- I was listening to it at like 3.5 speed, understanding it perfectly, mostly because it was so predictable. So like it wasn't hard to like process the words. It was like, okay, this is the thing that I have to do. And I would do it for like an hour. And I'm like, okay, well, like I'm good to stop, but like it's not I'm not annoyed that I'm picking it up again tomorrow. It's just a thing I am doing. Yeah, and sometimes when you do those 3.5 speeds, I feel like you go through it too fast and so you're not really it's not marinating for you but in this case there's nothing there to marinate like well, that's like, the you're thing. not missing out on any kind of reaction <laughs> like, yeah and that's the thing is i'm i don't regularly do 3.5 speed that's not a norm two like, point speed is my my necessary yeah with time um or if, if i yeah if i'm having a time crunch or if if something Attention. reads smoothly enough that i can put my brain to it um yes this it really was i was just like nothing is being truly described here that like if my mind wanders i'm suddenly losing everything um but like it wasn't it wasn't even like i was forcing myself i was just like oh i kind of need to get this done so let me do this at this speed and okay it's done on to the next thing in my day so yeah, no emotional reaction on my part. Other just, than tired of the word mortem. Yeah, I feel like it's it when your story is just again takes place in a city, I guess. Um, and the whole world is pretty flat, and then your main characters and side characters are just like cardboard cutouts. Like, how do how do you really your reader can't form an emotional reaction or connection with anything? So. And you're not it's even like low. atrociously using these cardboard cutouts. Like it's just the standard. Yeah. It, like it's it's not even anything that I was like, oh my god, how dare you use my trope that way? It was just like, yeah. okay, we're using that trope. So yeah, because like even the force proximity, which is one of my favorites, and I'm like, oh, force proximity. They're seeking comfort from each other. Like I'm not bothered by this, but like. It's not rewarding. Yeah, that whole th- yeah. It just it wasn't rewarding. What about you, Kim? What was your emotional reaction? Because you look like you're falling asleep. <laughs> I'm not falling asleep. Um, no, my emotional reaction was the sooner I get this done, the sooner I get back to the book I want to be reading. So that was because what I are you reading? So I was. I just finished the the Crystal Singer series by Anne. Kilachandra. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, I, just, I, I think I saw that one in my Goodreads. Yeah, so I read I read all three. So I mm. stopped between um, Crystal Singer or, or whatever the second one's called. I can't remember right now. And then uh, Crystalline is the the third, and I just finished the, that one today. Um, I was reading a Holly Jolly Ever After. Is that Christmas themed? It is in August. Yeah. It's an arc. I was trying to assess whether or not we were going to read it during Christmas time because it's the sequel. Because it was the oh, sequel the to sequel the one. The, uh, the porn yeah. Star one? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so I was trying to assess whether or not I was going to shove it down your guys' throat. I haven't decided I yet. I think we all liked the porn star one, though. You did. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I was reading instead. <laughs> that's what I was focused on. It was probably more entertaining, as I think most oh, books would have been so much more entertaining. entertaining. <laughs> Talking about good play with tropes. Um, but we may be discussing that in the future. So <laughs> that was my alternate reading this week was that one. Um, I'm still working on that one. I haven't had enough time to enjoy it. So, oh, and, and Mons- Monsterillo, Monsterillo, uh, which is like, like Frankenstein and, and Dracula having a love child kind of story set in Mexico. So yeah, again, much more interesting. Okay. <laughs> Not literally like Frankenstein and Dracula having a love child, but like if you were to take elements of Frankenstein and Dracula and shove them into the same character. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That first one sounds more interesting than... <laughs> but I figured that wasn't it. And so I was like, it's not worth looking up in that case. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. That's, Kim that's wants to be able to go to bed. So... Yeah, I got to get up in three and a half hours. Oh, Kim, emotional reaction. Um, I gave it a four. It was... I, okay. I didn't want to give it a five because that was more neutral. and Because... <laughs> Yeah, anyway, I had other places I wanted to be other than that book, so four. Sarah? Yeah, actually, I guess chart-wise, four is the one that makes the most sense, because it's not like I had a negative reaction. I just had no reaction. Yep, same. Four for me. Okay, readability. Oh, God, there's another section? Yeah, we got... Oh, we have style, too, don't we? Yeah, yeah, two more. (laughs) Readability and style, Kib. (laughs) <laughs> are you calling her and her to talk about these things or no no, no. i was um, letting her know what the two yeah. ones are she has a oh, shit because no. i don't think she managed to I uh did, rank I one of them style. Uh, readability uh i mean other than the fact that it's boring and again extremely predictable it's easy to read it's you don't get yeah. mired down in like flowery prose or nothing is happening though so it is still yeah it's it's readable i guess the one thing though uh her magic system again and like the setting we don't really know what's going on with any of these things yeah but like it wasn't bad enough that it made it really hard to read yeah that's true like i could rely on that it was so basic that it just yeah just get through it so yeah yeah I was going to say, because that, that was the big thing, is I was like, nothing there was, like, other than the mechanics was throwing me off, but, like, the concepts and readability of those concepts, I was like, okay, yep, we got goddesses, gods, rebirth, yeah. death magic, life magic, sneaking around. Like, reading-wise, it wasn't hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's maybe true. a little long, but not hard. Honestly, for anyone who's, like, if you've gotten this far and are wanting to read it, I would just get it as an audiobook and use it as like your background noise audiobook. <laughs> You'll just be hearing Mortem a lot. <laughs> Don't do it at 3.5 speed. That's my recommendation. Um, but like it's not it's not difficult. It's not challenging. Which is why it sound, seems like a YA book more than a I know new it's adult so weird, or the, see adult. the thing is the thing is, I know it's adult because it's the adult book I got from Fairy Loot. 
so it's an adult book and Kim gets a copy of this as well because I got two copies of it because the first one had a scratch in the cover. No, is that at least it has yeah, at least it has really pretty sprayed edges. It has really pretty sprayed edges. Okay, with so yeah. Um, because it's got like a really like floral dark motif for the sprayed edges. It's pretty. Okay. So readability, Kim. Uh five. Five? Okay. Sarah. I mean, I'll go with a six. It's basically cohesive, not entirely, but okay. easy to read, more or less. Uh, I'd go with the six too, only because I think seven implies that I would read it again. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. also why I didn't go higher than six. Okay, style. So is this like what we're talking about, the setting and stuff? Well, the author's voice, setting, you know, like... Yeah. I mean... And there's no voice. Nothing was really developed, setting or characters, so not much style yeah. there. No voice, really, to speak of. Just Nothing basic, that made it different than anything else. Yeah. It doesn't stand out. No. It stands out probably even less well than other mediocre books. Like, it's just... <laughs> yeah i've read it that brain capacity will probably do a purge and i will forget and then i'll look at it and be like what was that book about again yeah oh, yeah I, and then I i'll pick up mention the sequel that just because review. and then i'll end up picking up the sequel because be like oh it's sitting here on my bookshelf so okay i guess we'll read the sequel and then i'll start the sequel and be like morda why does this word horrify me <laughs> eh, this reads like something i'll be able to figure out along the way it's so yeah, there's no style. Yeah. Unless, and this sounds awful, and I don't know how to word it any other way, so if you guys have another way to word this, it reads like white girl literature, or white, white girl books. You know what I mean? I, I don't know how to explain it. I don't like explaining it that way, even though I am a white woman. Um, But like, do you guys know what I mean? I, I, guess. I wouldn't phrase it that way. Um, I, I How would you phrase it? I, I would just say it's really fucking bland. Um, <laughs> it's so white yeah, bread. I, I, white I bread. was just going to say, if you want to call it white bread, you can. But okay. it's Wonder it, Bread is, fiction. It's yeah, a, it's, it is it's Wonder bland. Bread fiction. I like that better. I Like I said, I couldn't think of a yeah. better way to word it. Other than I looked at the author and I went, yeah, that's who wrote that. Which, sound, again, sounds awful, but Wonder Bread. It's Wonder Bread fiction. <laughs> so yep. copy and paste and, and some people really like romance books but if you if you fall into romance books and, and i'm not i'm not talking about you know uh some of the the newer ones that are delving into uh um you're not talking about romance <laughs> no idea what you just fucking said those were words and romance a c Romantic fantasy. I've romantic fantasy. Romanticy. Yeah, never heard of that. I was talking about regular romance. White okay. people romance. You know, white people you, romance. You know. Cis whore. Cis whore. <laughs> I don't know what that word is. Cis heteronorm. I, I don't even know what I was saying now. It, it is it is seriously getting too late for me to continue with this. Um, no what time is it for you? It is 3 a.m. <laughs> yikes okay. 
We appreciate you being here. What do you rate style then, Kim? I didn't give it a number, so we'll go with five. <laughs> it's got nothing. It's bland. But I guess I should make okay. it a four then, because that's kind of what I went with before. Five might be, nah, give it a four. Four? Okay. Sarah. Um. I would give it a, yeah, mm, <laughs> I'm torn, but I'm going to go with the four. Yes. Okay. I give it a four as well. Okay, so you two rated this book. Your total amount is exactly the same. <laughs> Go team. You guys gave what it. What is that score? A 37. Ooh, is that our lowest so far? Uh, no, you, Sarah, you gave Lucha 28.5. So it is now your second lowest score. This is your second lowest score. And mm. this is Kim's lowest score. With mm. Lucha coming in at a 39. So you, Kim, you did like Lucha a little bit more than this one. I believe I said that earlier. Yep. And then for me, this was a 41. So I wasn't that far ahead of you guys. It is my second lowest with the lowest being the darkness outside us. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Then, if we take all of our scores and combine them, if I can get my computer to work the way it's supposed to, it gets a whole whopping 115, which does make it our lowest rated score in total, with Lucha getting a whole whopping extra point. Wow. At 116. Just eking out the victory there. Just barely. And I really think the only reason why we ended up that way is because Lucha had like, at least he was attempting to show us diversity in it like it was a culture different than our own like I, I think that's the only reason why it ended up getting like an extra point somehow I'm not sure so yeah this but that one did not... feel very bland as well yeah it did it did yeah um at least there was movement just a lot of wandering in the forest but they were moving um technically, technically. <laughs> okay so this was my birthday pick this was fun uh happy birthday thank you um i mean at least you didn't well, choose another tell me i'm worthless so this is true <laughs> this is true um our next book was going to be our book from last week but somebody had to york and get ghosties uh so we will be discussing wild blood next okay york all right blood. On that note, I had to go to bath. Yes, yeah, doesn't bath? like bath. She did go to yeah, bath. Yeah, it was really funny. We um, we went to an antique sale, and as we're we get there and we're pulling into this gorgeous mansion, we see a sign and it says bath twenty miles, and we're like, that bath. And we both looked at each other and we went, Sally Lens buns for lunch. <laughs> I was going to say, did you get the buns? Did you get the buns? We did. did you get the I buns? Yeah. She was sitting right over there waiting for her eating later like, on. I didn't hate just you. Just like bad. Amberly. No, you were just mad that they would go with you and you had nothing you wanted to do in bath. Yes. For four hours, I had to walk around and pretend like I was, I don't know, doing something so that people wouldn't just like 
approach me and try to sell me things because that did happen once I rolled my my ankle my cat ran away so it's August in in Europe which oh lord nobody knows what that means if you're an American everybody in Europe goes on vacation in August businesses close yeah there are so many people here let's put it this way describe it in France in August they have baguette vending machines so that, that people can get me. their baguettes because the bakery is closed yeah that doesn't surprise me even remotely but yeah there are so many york was packed with people bath bath was even worse because it's closer to london so it's easier to get to oh, our hotel jane austen nobody well there were a few people outside jane austen but not not a lot but anyway yeah. um so we moved to London. We were staying up in Alconbury. Now we're down here in London. And, and um, this hotel is insane. There are so many people here. Because we travel so much, we get to eat in the executive lounge. Um, yeah. There is a line in the executive lounge for little treat booths. There are that many people in this hotel. It is insane. It is insane. There are so many people. Anyway. That's is it hot out? Um. No, no, it, it, it was. Oh, that's good. We, after we went to Bath, we then drove to Avebury to see Avebury Henge. But it I hate was you. Pouring down rain, pouring down I rain. Hate you. We, we drive by the parking lot that's there. It was packed. I've that never seen Avebury Henge parking lot packed. Never. No, Amber, like packed. Yeah, but imagine how much Stonehenge is packed. You know, everyone attempted Stonehenge oh. first and then what? Shit, we're not getting into Stonehenge today. What's the nearest stone circle? Hey, bro, let's go there. Yeah, well, it's just up the road, too. But yeah. <laughs> That's oh. my point. I know, Sarah didn't I get know. to see Avebury. Missed, missed out, Sarah. Avebury's the good hinge. Stonehenge. Sarah is, wanted the stereotypical Stonehenge. Yeah, Stonehenge is, the, is the, 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 you know, the famous one that everybody loves, but Avebury's better. It <laughs> is. You can actually touch mm-hmm. the stones in Avebury. Yeah, and it's huge. Anyway, although Kim and I have touched Stonehenge, we have we got to go into Stonehenge and slept in the ditch, which actually is what makes it a Stonehenge. Yep, I learned that recently. The ditch part of it, not us sleeping in the (laughs) the ditch. That wasn't what made it a (laughs) make it a Stonehenge. The ditch is actually where I was crazy. Okay, on that note, our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Book Pile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can also support us on bookshop.org. Our link is available via our social media. You can email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs>